So it's come to our attention that there is, in fact, a sort of Canadian experience. Maybe not all Canadians, but the Canadian experience that is forest time. And <laughs> it has come to my attention, and not just my attention, Louise's attention too, that this is not normal around the world. We are talking to our buddy Niall from oh, the lovely island of Ireland. Um, ah. And he was asking us, um, I don't know why you screamed there. He was asking us, so what are you lovely ladies up to for the rest of the summer? And we told him, oh, you know, we'll spend some time, go up to a friend's cottage. And then he was like, what the fuck is a cottage? <laughs> and we we're like, you know, some people have like houses in the forest that you go live in the summer. And he's like, that is the most Canadian thing we ever fucking heard go fuck off to the forest for a couple months that's just the most canadian i was like is that is that what the world thinks of us it's a bunch of like granola people forest freaks i mean are we not (laughs) i didn't i mean i consider myself a city slicker um but (laughs) but no i was like you don't like ever go like up to the a cottage or like go camping or anything because like, we were told them we were going to go to our friend's cottage and didn't even, like, have a grasp on what that was. I was so shocked. There was, like, a culture shock moment. <laughs> I feel like there's also, like, a few Canadian words that people just, like, don't know. I don't think cottage is a Canadian slang word. Like, maybe if I said going up to the cottie with the boys. <laughs> like, <laughs> Not even slang, but I remember I was talking to someone from the States and I said... Uh, toboggan and they were like what the hell is a toboggan 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 is a Canadian word cottage is not well yeah oh sorry oh go cottage you could say like cottage is like cabin or like chalet (laughs) yeah I don't know but it it was definitely weird he was very drunk so you know (laughs) (laughs) you know how it is um but I think cottage experience it's really it what else are you gonna do in the summer i mean i guess there's lots of people who don't like get to go to cottages and stuff but like i can't imagine like my summers that like at least going up to a cottage once or twice oh yeah i i love cottage shopping between everyone i know who has cottages <laughs> I, don't, I personally don't have a cottage because i don't have an extra million dollars mm-hmm. but i love hanging out with people who do yeah it's great and it's just like hotel service too, because they just invite you there and you're the guest. <laughs> yeah, they just like take care of you for the three weeks that you're there. <laughs> Living in the forest. I mean, you help out. You do like little little chores. You know, like we helped pull the boat up the hill out of the water and into the garage, which was hard. Yes, but I mean, like it's 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 not enough to like. No, it doesn't <laughs> payment for a state, but like. I like to think of myself as not a complete freeloader. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's like you become one of the kids, you know? It's just like yeah. how it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had guest stuff at my cottage, I wouldn't be like, you're going to pay me to be here, right? Like, I invited <laughs> you. Exactly. Yeah. But No, but the cottage has so much fun things. Like, you can go camping in the woods, swimming in the lake, classic... <laughs> I don't I think I would go I crazy if I didn't get to do like some sunbathing for six hours exactly getting like good skin cancer I know I'm actually 
I'm pretty certain I'm going to get skin cancer at some stage <laughs> in my life. It runs in the family. I'm as pale as I am. But is it genetic, like skin cancer? Or is it well, just like your family's the fact pale? That I do have the family history, and I genetically I am pale. But <laughs> like, is, is it? My genetics made me white. Yes, but is it the skin cancer that's being passed on, or the <laughs> paleness? Well, it's a predisposition. I don't know. And like some people could have like not. I know cancer isn't like a virus or anything, but like cancer antibodies, if you know what I mean, like just more cancer resistant. Because it happens when there's like a mutation in the cell, but some people maybe be more like yeah. mutation resistant, okay. despite the fact that they don't have a lot of melanin. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if it's actually genetically predisposed, <laughs> but there is a history, and I am as pale as I am, and I do burn as bad as I do. Yeah, but you know what? I have been wearing sunscreen like these past few days in March. Really? <laughs> like... You've been going outside. <laughs> Well, I'm not supposed to be going outside that much. <gasps> but I do go for runs, and I have to put my sunscreen on for that. That's fair. Yeah. Oh, my grandma had skin cancer. If you're going to get a cancer, that's definitely your, the best one to Yeah, because you can just, like, chop that piece of skin off. Yeah, you just, like, get a skin graft. Unless whatever. it spreads. Like, you just want to get it, like, before it's, like, stage four. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's definitely one of the like more it's a common cancer too and like it's just pretty easy to deal with usually it's just like okay you got a funny mole we'll just like get rid of it is that cancer moles well sometimes like if you get a mole it's like new or it's like changing and looking weird you want to go to the dermatologist and check that out i have a mole i you probably know it's my like iconic in the middle of my stomach mole ah uh, yeah not stomach but like in between my ribs kind of yeah it's changing and i don't know Maybe I'll get a sick dough. What if I get got cancer at 17? <laughs> I mean, now wouldn't be an ideal time, but I, I always get new moles. Hmm. I don't ever get new moles. I kind of have, like, I think the moles I have I'm kind of set with. Not necessarily moles, but like beauty marks kind of thing. Hmm. I don't mind. Um, the one, like, in my ribs it's like a 3d mole too i have only like most of mine are just like flat like freckles pretty much this one's an actual like bump yeah i got like one on my jaw that's like that i'm sorry always wanting to come in and out a little bit of background noise um uh yeah the one on my face like on my my jaw Mm -hmm. it's like that um i mean it's not weird or anything no, I mean, <laughs> I've never been like, oh no, my mole, you can, like, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but the point is, despite the fact that I'm predisposed to get skin cancer, I enjoy sun tanning on the dog, <laughs> I just like doing nothing, I enjoy, like, doing nothing in the sun so much, like, some people, we go up to, like, a cottage, and they just, they feel the need to go, 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 which, like, it makes sense, like, it's precious time, but, like, I like to just, like, relax. It doesn't feel like time wasted to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to add. <laughs> nothing to add. <laughs> yeah, like, you don't necessarily no, like, have to be doing stuff all the time. But, like, if you're only up for 
like at a specific cottage for like a couple of days, you know, it makes sense to be like, oh, I want to do like all the special things that are that specifically like, here. Yeah. 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 I mean, it makes sense. Hmm. I mean, for me, there's personally, there's two spectrums at the cottage. There is doing nothing like butt ass nothing and um so extreme you nearly die <laughs> those are my two modes <laughs> yeah so mode number two includes jumping off bridges swimming in waterfalls where people die every year <laughs> um <laughs> almost dying myself uh tubing almost dying on the yeah. tube <laughs> yeah it's not a trip to the cottage if i don't have a near-death experience <laughs> Specifically, like, drowning-related. Water death. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's always fun. You know, when we used to go at our friend's cottage to the, the, the water fountain. Not the water fountain. It's the water waterfall. Fountain. Thank you. <laughs> it was always fun. I could get a little freaked out when I tried to go to, like, the higher bit. And they were like, oh, that place is infested with leeches. And I was like, oh. Yeah, with leeches, and also people fall down, die every year. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I remember once we were making like a human chain to try and like get into the under part of the waterfall, and then I can't remember someone let go of my hand, and I got swept away in the waterfall. But I was wearing a life jacket because we, yeah. it was the rule like if you want someone in the waterfall, you're wearing a life yeah, jacket. Barely, <laughs> didn't feel like dying. Get this: when the life jacket is almost the reason you die. <laughs> I can't that's some irony like my life jacket got like hooked on some rocks and like there was like this water hitting down on my chest so like constantly like 100 pounds of water constantly rushing over me my head's underwater my life jacket's pinned I'm stuck (laughs) I had like scratches all up my back from like the life jacket rising up and the rocks scraping against me And I just was like struggling to free myself from the rock. That was like one of my near death experiences that year. Yeah. So bad. But also, like, not that bad. I think that was the same year we saw a snake in the water. Oh, I remember that. I I never saw that place the same. (laughs) Really? No. Do you remember that we found um, a a wedding ring in that waterfall Mm -hmm. after the guy left? So, like, this guy came, he was swimming in the waterfall, and he lost his, like, wedding band, and he was looking around, looking around, looking around for maybe two hours at least, <laughs> and he had, like, so many people in the water were looking for the ring, and they gave up, they left, like, they were like, okay, this is gone forever, it's been swept out to the lake, we're not gonna find it, and then we, he left, and we find it, and we made Facebook posts about it, but it never came forward which is sad because i felt really bad for that guy i think our friend who found it still has it yeah she does yeah Yeah. (laughs) i think that she's had people try and buy it for her from her (laughs) she just likes it now i mean i i wouldn't want to give it to the person like in case if it were ever miraculously happened that that man came forward it was like that's my ring yeah I, can I mean, then, you know. <laughs> I don't think it will happen, I, but it definitely reminds me of, have you ever read The Hobbit? Yes. You know how Gollum gets the ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. <laughs> definitely reminds me of that. Um, <laughs> so I'm just waiting for Clara to go crazy and, you know, become immortal. <laughs> Lose all her hair. Yeah. 
bringing it back to water snakes i'll never forget the time i was at the cottage with a friend and we were like looking at like the water bugs in the water at the end of the dock and looking like wow look at the wake that one's making look how big that one's like waves are and then i said whoa look at that water bug and <laughs> what's the fucking yeah. snake i know i uh a friend's cottage i've had like a couple experiences with like water snakes touching me the first time we mm-hmm. were like standing on the ladder and this water snake went in my bathing suit Oh my god. <laughs> that was not my favorite. But the weird thing was I was standing on the ladder, the ladder, and there was a snake. And the night before I had a dream specifically about snakes and ladders. I'm not saying I'm psychic, but <laughs> snakes and ladders. Oh my god. I didn't even, didn't even like make that plan in my head. I should have. No. I remember we were bailing out the boat like a little tinny in the pouring rain because we're so <laughs> smart we're like let's bail out the boat while it's raining in the water like we're fucking idiots but whatever <laughs> and i remember like a snake going in between my legs like, oh. yeah. yeah no didn't you like try to poke a rattlesnake <laughs> at the cottage yeah like a mississauga rattler yeah so we were like on the dock and i accidentally knocked the flashlight into the water and our friend I love this so much, but she was like, I know every stick, rock, and like hole on the way up. We can do it. Stick, rock, and root. Yeah. Right? Stick, rock, and root. Um, <laughs> and so we like start heading for the stairs, and then all of a sudden we hear like rattling. We don't have a flashlight, and Maya's like, that is a snake. And I was like, well, why don't. You're in the fucking forest. <laughs> yeah. Can't. Like, be. hospital is not close. Um... <laughs> But I was like, yeah, let's just, like, poke it with a pool noodle. She stopped me. But I still stand by that. I think it would have worked. I think you would have died. Maybe. You're not... You're maybe a little irrational sometimes. A little impulsive, that's the word. But... Like that too. That's another near death experience at the yeah, cottage. I remember, I remember telling that story uh, at our friend's house, but and I, I truly felt like a stand up comic. I was like, and then let me tell you about this one time. I remember that speech so clearly. It was so it's so cringy now. And looking back on it, yeah, and that's like probably like one of the only slash the biggest um, like presentations or like public speaking I have ever done probably the most I've ever spoken in front of a crowd honestly that was good though like there was no problems or hiccups or anything no it was just the content that was bad (laughs) yeah truly we are not comics please never let us go into comedy (laughs) other near-death experiences always occur on YouTube yeah (laughs) Um, we'll never forget the time we tried to like we said okay we have two tubes now <laughs> and we have two ropes but we don't have like the rope separator but it's fine we'll just tie them both to the back of the boat it'll be grand <laughs> it was not grand I paid the price the ultimate price not quite death but my dignity <laughs> look I was spotting this is definitely on me <laughs> Louise's rope girl. Rope girl has two jobs. Job number A, ha- handle yeah. the rope. Hence rope girl. Got it. 
easy peasy. Job number B, ensure the safety. <laughs> Did not okay. got it. Louise failed. You fell it. off. Usually when people fell off, fall off, they're gone. They're like in the wake. They're gone. You like stayed attached. No. Let me. Let me. <laughs> we like got some big air. Like we got some big time air. We're like way up in the air, right? Boom. Smack down. That shit hurts enough, but you know, keep on going. I'm, I'm good. But our friend on the opposite tube comes and she wipes me clean off my tube. Like she just her tube bashes right over mine. I'm wiped clean off, hit by the force of what must be like, like, like a 200 pound force flying through the air, being pulled by a fucking 2,500 speed power motorboat. Um, and I'm smacked into the water, into the wake. Have you ever been in the wake, Louise? That shit hurts. It's like landing on knives. <laughs> I, yeah. It doesn't even end there. I get hooked on the rope by my bikini bottoms, yanked up my ass, being pulled at 40 clicks an hour by a speedboat <laughs> underwater. I can't breathe. I've had the air knocked out of me six times. And I just like remember, like you know those like aesthetic Instagram videos? It looks exactly like that from Under the Wave. But like, I I was so oh, and like I can't. I didn't feel any pain because I think I just had so much adrenaline going through my body from impact A B C all the way down to Z (laughs) that I just didn't feel any pain. But I know that shit must have hurt because at the end of the day, I looked in the mirror and my ass crack was black and blue, and also it like ripped my bathing suit. But I couldn't tell it. You told me, like, oh, Philly, is your is your bathing suit ripped? I said, no, it's not ripped. Because I took a look. I looked down between my legs. I see no rip. I looked behind me. I see no rip. But it was, like, right, like, kind of like where your asshole is. Like, your blind spot. Like, there. I see it your was, asshole. Like, I saw it on your leg. Like, I saw the broken fabric. But, like. It was, like, in the part in between. You know, like, when you're wearing underwear, like, the skinny part that goes yeah. in between your legs? Yeah, it was, like, on that thing, but, like, kind of farther back, so I couldn't see it by just looking but forward. Like, I didn't, like, I saw it, like, I knew you ripped your uh, swimsuit, but, like, I was like, oh, Philly. I didn't see, I was like, no, I didn't see anything. And then you just dropped it, like, immediately, like, you didn't push it off. I was like, I think you ripped your bathing suit, because I didn't think I knew, but then you were like, no, and I was like, okay, I must be wrong, never mind. <laughs> but, no. But stupid me didn't even learn. I got right back on the tube after a couple minutes. Yeah. But okay. Not double tubing. We stopped double tubing. We realized yeah. that was too dangerous. But in my defense, from my point on the boat, it was like, like tubes collided. Philly, I didn't see her anymore. I thought she was like in the water. Because <laughs> I was under the water. So I thought, you were far, I thought you were far back. So pretty much like she fell off. I went, ha ha. And then I kind of like looked over to the person driving the boat, and I was like, "Oh, um, she fell off." And he was like, "She fell off," and I was like, "Yeah, she fell off." But was like about how long you were underwater for? I was out. Okay, I was under the water for like only like five seconds, but that's a really long ass five seconds yeah. to get pulled by your. <laughs> you know, drowning, being like simultaneously like the world's worst wedgie and getting waterboarded at the same time. No, no doubt it was bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm always really excited for tubing, but like once it comes for us, I, I get like really nervous. 
Yeah, I hype it up all year, and then like once we're on the boat, I'm like, it's cold. I'm scared. <laughs> that lake water is so deep and cold. And I just found out there's pike. And also, they just told us about like the pike. Yeah, I was just the man eating fish in there, and you just let me swim in that every year. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's okay. I, I love sitting out the front of the boat. I love. I love when there's like everyone else um, tubing and I get to just like chill at the front peak time. Because the front of the boat is get all that good bumpy, bumpy, bumpy action. Like just like when you're speeding on the boat and you're sitting in the front, yeah. it's the best. Like a sunset, nothing hits like a sunset oh, yeah. boat. There was one year where I went to like a summer camp up there. So it's like living at a friend's cottage, but every day we got to like boat to and from the camp because it was on an island. It was the best. Absolutely. 10 out of 10. Highly suggest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, summer camp, that's like another thing that's like so. I feel like summer camp, being like the Canadian, maybe not Canadian necessarily, but definitely North yeah. American. Maybe not like North America, like the North of the States <laughs> and also Canada. Wait. North of like, the States? Like that, that, that area. Like the north of the United oh, States, of like America. the top half. Like I feel like they don't have sleepaway camp the way I'm thinking of it in like Florida, in the <laughs> lagoon, you know? Yeah, like you definitely need <laughs> forests to have like the kind of camp that we have. Yeah, like forest, mountain, yeah. canoe trips. Canoe trips so iconic. I think canoe trips so character building. Nothing like living in the sh- the woods, <laughs> no access to fresh water, like brushing your teeth with like chlorinated water bottle water. No shower, living in the mud, shitting in the woods, oh, yeah. like nothing. Like, like you're, you're completely stripped of all vanity. You can't look in the mirror. Like you know, everyone, everyone around you looks kind of like shit. You're like I mess with like shit too. <laughs> I, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> I remember the first canoe trip I went on. There was someone who, me personally, I despised. Um, it was kind of like internal. Uh, internalized misogyny, but like dude version. I don't know what you'd call that. You know what I mean? Toxic I masculinity? <laughs> I just, I didn't really have a reason, but I hated this kid. Um, and re- Are we talking about yeah. the super athletic model guy? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but we weren't allowed to bring deodorant or wear deodorant because it attracts bugs. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's so bad. And that was like everyone. But this kid, this kid brought deodorant for the last day. So like he rolled up back to camp to like see everyone. Like not fresh, but like compared to everyone else, sparkling fresh, doing great. And then mm-hmm. all, like clean. forest dwellers. It was so bad. <laughs> and I was so mad. I was like, oh you. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, he was just kind of an asshole, that guy. I'm not going to lie. I remember I broke my ankle, so I couldn't go on that <laughs> trip with you. And I'm sitting there crying on the sofa. And he comes up and he's just like standing beside me, leans against the wall. He's like, my hamstrings <laughs> are so tight today. And I'm like, really, dude? He didn't. What the hell? <laughs> yes, he did. And I started doing like, some like high knees against the wall. And I'm like, bro, I'm literally like bawling here. Like, what? You're just gonna stand there and stretch and like tell me how <laughs> tight your hammies are. 
I don't give a fuck. My foot's broken. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I remember my absolute favorite quote for him. He was like talking to like, someone I don't know who, and he was like, Yeah, I'm like 130, 138 with clothes on to this day. Like he was talking about like his weight. <laughs> I do not oh. understand why this man's clothes weighs eight pounds. He's only It was like 130, pounds. 138, or 140, 148. It was like somewhere around there. Bro, he was like six, at least 6'3". <laughs> and he had like a lot of, not a lot of, he wasn't like the rock, but he had like lean muscle. It was something. Bro should have been, been at least one. I don't remember exactly <laughs> what it was, but it was like a whole number, whole number plus eight. And I was like, Anyway. Well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Clothes were were eight pounds. You know what the winter clothes in Canada? Oh, when you're wearing like, like that, a pair of jeans is that's already gonna set you back. Well, you wear eight pounds and then pairs of jeans. You're gonna wear your park on scale. Exactly. <laughs> this thing was like fully like gym shorts and t-shirts kind of guy. Like, you know, yeah. maybe sneakers, but like your sneakers should not wear weigh eight pounds, dude. <laughs> No idea. He was just really stuck up an yeah. asshole kind of type guy. <laughs> yeah, Kelly brought deodorant. We're supposed right? to be in this together, all because in this together, all looking dirty together. Because like you don't feel bad if everyone's exactly. in the same boat as you. I remember at the end of our trip, we found we were riding on our school bus back to the back to the other side of Algonquin. We had canoed through Algonquin. We were going back. Be yeah, canoe this time, and we pull up. There's a a home. Was it Home Depot or Home Hardware or Some Canadian Tire? Like one of those wood store. There's sorts. always yeah, and a Tim Hortons splat bank in the middle of the forest. I'm like, what the? Well, why? And then the, that's even the weirdest part. The weirdest part was there's so many people there. And I'm like, there's no civilization here for miles. Why is everybody in the Timmies? <laughs> and also, we come in like a gang of kids who've been living in the forest, no showers, covered in mud, covered in dirt. I got my, I got a chance <laughs> to look at myself in the mirror for the first time in a week at the Tim's bathroom and i was like oh a lot of the God. girls got their hair like french braided so they didn't have to deal with like brushing it or whatnot and so everyone is just like no yeah you have to get it braided real tight so you don't have the dirt in it in your face yeah. like it's just you like, have to frizzy and gross and so, yeah i had been wearing my braids for like three days straight and i were taking them out and i was like oh, holy shit I, yeah we bring like minimal amount of clothes like it's like no, you bring one, you wear a shirt, you bring a shirt. And you bring like a, yeah. another shirt that maybe you sleep in. And you bring one extra pair of shorts, you bring your undies, exactly the amount. You know, <laughs> usually you pack like 10 times the wear of underwear, you, the, the amount of underwear that you need for a trip. You have to pack the exact amount and hope you don't, nothing bad happens to your underwear. But something bad is going to happen to your underwear. It's going to get wet yeah. every time. It's going to get like sweaty. It's going to, you don't want to <laughs> wear, but you gotta. It's, Sorry. it's bad. And no pillows. I think that's honestly the worst part. No, I actually particle particles. I had I brought this like blow up pillow that took up like no space, but then I can blow it up every night. And I had a yeah, there's times 
Like, there's ways to get around it. We brought, like, travel pillows the first time. The second time, I think I brought, like, a stuffed animal. And I was like, no, it's really, like, emotional support. Like, I need it. Like, this has to, like, I have to bring it with me. It was just the pillow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my neck took a beating either way from all that, like, constant paddling. Oh. And just, like, living in the forest and, like, having to, like, sit up oh, the yeah, whole no, time. It was bad. And sleeping on a lumpy this little like yoga mat foam <laughs> thing to like put at the base of your tent so it's like soft. It's not soft. It just like accentuates all the lumps on the forest floor. Oh yeah. But and between like the back issues and like if you're only rowing on one side, like the like improportionate muscles. One extremely like one arm will be extremely buff and the opposite side of the back will be extremely buff. So yeah. And I have you're walking around like a lopsided hole. Yeah. And I already have like hip problems if I get cold when I'm like lying on my side. So like in the forest where it can get to like freezing temperature on the hard ground. Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I remember do you remember Survive the Outdoors when not only were we sleeping in the outdoors in the woods? Yeah. But we were sleeping. We had no tents because we were doing like a survive challenge. They were like, here's a tarp. Here's a rope. Go make yourself shelter on the forest. (laughs) And it was like, go have fun sleeping directly on the forest floor. And me and my friend who I was with was like, okay, look, we found a patch of moss (laughs) in between some trees. Nature's mattress, right? No. No. (laughs) So wrong. Nature's wet dish sponge. Like by the morning like all the condensation because it got so cold at night i remember like having to like wake up my friend be like please please cuddle me because i'm gonna freeze to death (laughs) and then she did cuddle me for all of 10 seconds before she fell asleep and rolled into a bush and i was like i'm not gonna get you i'm not i'm just gonna stay here (laughs) see i had the opposite problem i was i was like cold decently cold but the person with me kept trying to cuddle me and i was like please don't touch me and I ended up rolling into a tree <laughs> but the second night our two tents combined um I know which was so much worse <laughs> it was it was worse because we had like I think isn't it like mosquitoes are attracted to like carbon dioxide emissions yeah or whatever? like that's how they like locate yeah. us and so there's always this big lump of people <laughs> carbon dioxide exhalations and I'm like super mosquito delicious I don't know what it is about me um but I got all the mosquitoes and I was like actually choking on bugs I could not breathe it was so bad and then I woke up the next day and my face was so red so swollen yeah it's not not I couldn't sleep that night and I swear it was one of the worst like can't fall asleep nights I've ever had uh, no, that was definitely one of the worst sleeps was... of my life. So cold, so buggy. Do you remember in the morning we woke up and there's wolf shit at the campsite? Yes, but not only that, at like it, the sun was starting to rise at this point. I don't know what time it was. There was a goose that flew right before. Oh my god, the and geese just yelled at us. Um, there was one point where you rolled on top of me. <laughs> I'm sorry, my bad. told <laughs> me to get off of you. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and then, you know. Oh, 
I remember at one point in the night I had to pee. <laughs> so I get up to go pee. And I don't bring my glasses. I don't bring a flashlight because I'm a forest dweller. I know my way around here. I know every stick, rock, and root around these parts. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but I've never been in this neck of the woods, but it's fine. And I go do my thing. I don't go take a piss. And then I stand up, pull my pants up, you know, as you do. Um, and I'm like, wait, where's my... Where the where 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 did I make it, my shelter again? <laughs> and I can't see because it's pitch black. The forest all looks the same. I'm not wearing my glasses. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. yeah, I done messed up. <laughs> and you know when you like do that thing where you like turn in a few circles to get your bearings, but actually it doesn't work when you've lost your bearings completely. <laughs> Like, it makes sense when there's, like, landmarks and stuff around you. But I just, like, basically made it impossible for me to retrace my own steps. <laughs> and it didn't help that we had to make the shelters, like, so low to the ground. Oh, yeah. well, I... To avoid, like, the wind getting Also, in. like, just, like, <laughs> so we fit in it. Yeah. But, yeah. I remember it was so cold. We had, our eggs were frozen the next morning. Like, we... we pre-cracked the eggs for some reason camp food is just disgusting <laughs> and we put them in like a top tupperware and we brought them in our food barrel and the next morning we cracked them open and we're like oh hey if we're not eggs for breakfast it'll be grand <laughs> um and the eggs were frozen we're like we, we can't cook this no yeah. oh my goodness do you remember the we just like splat the whole tupperware of eggs over the bonfire on a like a cookie <laughs> sheet <laughs> that's how we cooked everything yeah and do you remember that outhouses that's where we had to throw like all like the food waste and everything it was like scrape it into the outhouse that was so gross i i hate outhouse. i'd rather go do my business in the forest or a thunder box because outhouse i can't breathe in there like it smells so bad it reeks of like people's shit over the last six months leftover food <laughs> And it's just like, and you can't see. There's no light in there. Like you're just trapped in a dark box full of it's shit. It's really gross. I think it's need like skylights. <laughs> Honestly, no. I, I'm team Thunderbox personally. Yeah, personally, yeah. I'm team in the middle of the woods. Sneak out of your tent. Nope. In the middle of the night. Sneak out of your tent into the woods. No one knows. You know, what? I, I'm partial to that too. Um, not in, at night. I would just rather do anything during the day. Um, but I remember we had this. We were on trip. Um, and there was a, like a, oh, an outhouse, a, a thunderbox. <laughs> but it was like on like that little isolated island. It was like a perfect view of the lake and the sunset. But no one could see you, and it was so. It was on like a nice hilltop. It was yeah, magical. I feel like uh, those are they're even in two spots. They're like far away, nice. Or they're like in your campsite. I remember that. Do you remember the one that was like the campfire? And there was like a thin line of trees and then the thunderbox. Yeah, I do outside. So if you want to take like a piss or a shit in the thunderbox, anytime there are people at the campfire, they would like be able to. Yeah, see you have a conversation. Uh, one point. Uh, one of our friends forgot toilet paper and they were like hey Louise and like I couldn't say no <laughs> I just had to give it to them it was so uncomfortable <laughs> that's that's 
really uncomfortable. Yeah. No, I, I mean, mean, I've wiped with a leaf before. I don't recommend. No, you they don't have, like, they don't have, like, the absorbent qualities. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, middle of the night, you sneak into, like, the main area, grab the go bag, run back, no one knows. I mean, if I'm taking a piss, I won't wipe during, like, camping. Oh, yeah. If you're taking a pee, just go pee. <laughs> and if I have to take a shit, I will hold my shit for upwards of five days. Yeah. I feel like, I feel so sick on day, like, three. Like, so bloated, because I'm so full of shit. <laughs> and also, we're eating, like, not good, well, not not good food, but no protein, no, not really any fiber, kind of just cookies <laughs> and rice and some vegetables. I had my first burrito on a Alaska new trip I went on. Those burritos were so good. But I think it might, honestly anything you eat at trip is so good because you're starving because you're exercising. <laughs> Every hour you're awake, you're exercising. So you're That's absolutely true. marving by the time <laughs> <laughs> you like get to like have a snack. Like when we'd all like wrapped up together and they'd pass around in granola bars, we'd be like, oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> like, and it would be like a broken Nutri-Grain bar. <laughs> Yeah, Nutri-Grain bars don't taste as good, not on trip. Uh, what are they called? Pokey sticks? No. Pep sticks. Uh, pep sticks? Like the pepperoni I've sticks. Had, I've had one, not on a canoe trip. Disgusting. I hate them. On no, a canoe trip, they slap so hard. I remember we had had protein, like, all canoe trip. And I was like, we're doing so much exercise and you're, like, going <laughs> to deny me protein. I know we have a barrel full of pepperoni sticks. <laughs> Why can't I have them? <laughs> and they were just like, no, more granola bars. <laughs> no, on the last day of trip on the bus, just like cracking into the snack barrel. Oh, that's so good. So good. All the Pepsi's devoured. Do you remember? So our, our counselor, um, Tristan, had... <laughs> there were like these mini chips ahoy cookies like we had a whole ass bag of them not I'm not talking like a bag you might be thinking i'm talking like a, a bulk like size of like a duffel bag of like cookies mini chips ahoy cookies and we were only on trip for like about five six days something like that and there were only about i think there's 10 people total less no probably. there was like eight and there was only I think there was Eight. five kids, two or three counselors. No, there was four counselors, I'm pretty sure, because there was only one boat where people, like, two kids went together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So it was um, nine. We had nine people. But, and he would, like, give us, like, two cookies at the end of each day for dessert. And after, like, a couple days, we are like, where are all the cookies, buddy? And turns out he had gone to his own, like, he had a one-man tent, and, like, <laughs> he would park it out away from all the other tents, and he would just eat the cookies and read his book all night, and he ate the entire thing. And this big cookies must have been, like, the size of him. Yeah, and when we say, like, mini drips of white cookies, we don't mean, like, maybe, like, the size of your fist, a little small. Like, these were, like, penny sacks. Like, they yeah. were, like, the hard snack pack. Like, they could have been cereal. Yeah. <laughs> And we got two. Like, it was ridiculous. They were, like, rationing them for some reason. 
yeah. just to find out that he had gone and eaten them all, all <laughs> of them by himself. And like we said, we had nine people and we had almost the same amount of food as we brought the last time I'd gone on the canoe trip where we had like 18 people. Yeah, we were eating like kings. Like there was no shortage of food, but there was still like half a granola bar for you. <laughs> yes. Save your pep sticks, guys. This is the last one you're getting till our final campground in three kilometers. <laughs> and three kilometers is doesn't sound like a long way, but it's uh, quite a long way in the canoe. And, yeah, in a canoe. <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, I forget. Just like having to cook everything over like the bonfire too. Like everything was charred, overcooked, mushy. I remember we tried to make rice and it just was like actually a paste because they put way too much water. Yeah. But it was fine. I ate it up anyway because I was like, it's this or nothing. (laughs) Yeah. There is like a weird psychological effect when you go like camping or whatnot. Everyone wants to chop things. Even if you have no interest in like chopping food or whatever, everyone wants to do it. You want to chop in the veggies. You want to. Because also it was like if you chop the veggies, you don't have to do the dishes. This is true. (laughs) And the dishes was... They got a pot of water from the lake, boiled it, and you had to wash it with, like, the boiling water. So scalding hot. <laughs> yeah. And dry it. And then they would immediately get dirty because you, you're you washing dishes on the forest floor. Yeah. There's no nice table, no clean countertop. Oh, but there's nothing worse than, like, seeing someone, like, it's someone else's turn to wash the dishes and seeing them do a horrible job at it. And it was like, we have to eat off of that tomorrow <laughs> please <laughs> like, like seeing food residue like on the bottom of the plate so it yeah <laughs> but honestly every time they passed me a bowl of like I don't know Katie made over the fire in those crusty bowls I didn't care in the moment I did not care yeah no but you know one meal that I like hated bean salad <laughs> I didn't hate that. I I have I, to say, I hate bean salad. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I hate all the other salads, but bean salad wasn't too bad. <laughs> they just had cans of beans. Like- they would pour it into the pot, squeeze a lemon over it, and stir <laughs> and serve it. That wasn't even cooked. Like they just put beans together. <laughs> I like chickpeas. It wasn't even just chickpeas. It was like red kidney beans, white beans, all the beans, but just mix <laughs> bean salad. I don't know. To me, that wasn't the worst. What was the worst to you? Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like, what did we even eat on Oh, we, Katie. Oh, you know the absolute worst thing they've ever made? Um, the first survive the wilderness. First day we got there, first dinner disgusting stir fry i don't know how you can make stir fry so bad it was disgusting it's not they put it yeah. into the porta potties and i swear the smell of the stir fry overpowered what was already in the porta potties <laughs> and i wish it didn't like that's how bad it smelled that oh. i think that that all the time it was awful <laughs> i don't remember but it sounds bad <laughs> it was <laughs> you know it was the i love um camp pancakes they're pretty good like made over the bonfire oh yeah i think it's such a fun way to cook pancakes because it's it's also 
not just cooking pancakes it's also an extreme sport (laughs) (laughs) because a your pancakes are going to cook in two seconds if you don't flip them but also you have to hold your arms in the fire (laughs) and roast them to like flip them and hold like the baking sheet that you're cooking them on yeah (laughs) and you flip them over they're always charred they're black they're crispy but you know what it's fine and you get like the chocolate chips in it oh yeah so good i mean uh Breakfast is always best on campouts and canoe trips. Like, mm. I I am a sucker for granola in the pouch. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. Like, the store-bought, like, flavored oatmeal packages where they just, like, pour water in. That's so good. It really is. You know what else is good that's, like, a camp experience? I think it's called, like, what is it Bannock, I think. Like, the bread on a stick. Like, you'll find a stick in the woods. They they put, like, some flour and water together and you roast your bread over the, the fire on a stick. But they roll in, in brown sugar. Is cinnamon it sugar. Cinnamon and sugar? It's like an indigenous treat. That was at ice camp, right? It was at ice camp and also survived the outdoors. Really? I think so. Yeah, I remember it. Oh, I thought it was just at ice camp. No, but Survive the Outdoors was... We learned a lot of things, like how to cook like anything over the fire. We learned so many like survival yeah. things. Like here's how to start a fire. Here's how to signal with spoons to an airplane. I remember we had to like simulate an airplane crash. Yeah. <laughs> Do you that? But can I say it was so unfair? They picked like three random people to pick like our our stuff for like Yeah. They're like, no, you should have picked the bucket, not the spoon. It's <laughs> like, oh I'm sorry, seven year old Jerry wanted the like train like <laughs> yeah but yeah i felt so bad for the people they randomly crippled like you're blind now yeah. you have so, no like, legs. actually you've got your eyes got gouged out in the crash yeah. sorry mm. sorry about it and then they like put a blindfold on you <laughs> and the person like couldn't do anything they just kind of like sat around <laughs> yeah we learned like a little bit of first aid i learned so much not tying there learned how to like filter water with moss oh you just gotta drink straight the moss water. Yeah. <laughs> I was in charge of water, and I was like, I, like if I take the moss and I tape it to the cup, and then I run it through a stream. <laughs> like, I was doing way wow. too much. And creative. And then at the end, I came up with my like little contraption and my tiny bit of slightly dirty water, and they were like, "No, you just drink the moss." And I was like, "Didn't I do that though?" You just suck on the moss, honestly. <laughs> Give me the point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But true ice camp got it. You brought it up and now I'm like <laughs> ice camp was like so bad. We went so our schools make us do like I I think of them as like bonding camps. Like you do it like the beginning and ending of like high school and middle school. And you basically all you and all your classmates go to the forest and you're there to make friends and bond with each other over experiences in the forest. Yeah. And ice camp decide one year usually host it in like June or September. Why did that's yeah, when it's like relatively winter. nice? And they were like, yeah, uh, December. Do we know <laughs> like why January, they moved maybe? it? I don't know. It probably just how the scheduling worked out. It was probably cheaper or something too. Yeah. Or were there strikes? Was that a thing? Maybe. I don't remember, I don't know. but the they made us go. And it was so cold, and all the like fun forest activities, like camping outside or going in the lake, you couldn't do. Yeah. 
So it was like hikes through like this everything. It was like one of those weird weeks in the winter where all the snow had most of the snow had melted, but it froze again. Yeah. So it was ice on everything. And ice so we camp. Ice hike. <laughs> we also we had a scavenger hunt and we got lost. And we ended yeah. up going to like one of the furthest like points where we get the most points. We Oh, we weren't supposed to I remember that at like the top of a mountain kind of thing. Yeah, because we had no idea where we are because they sent a bunch of twelve year olds out with a map in a place they've never been before. <laughs> <laughs> a forest where everything looks the same. Yeah. And then and then we got back and they were like, Oh, you weren't supposed to go there. And we were like, Oh, we're so sorry. We had no idea where we were. We were literally lost. And they didn't give us the points. I'm still mad about that. Can't believe it. Right? <laughs> Do you remember I kept they made us do, like a night hike, but they gave us like all the a crayon and we were supposed to like guess what color it was and then like go on the hike while our like night vision settled in. Yeah. Um and, but like it was icy and there was like wipeout after wipeout and you weren't allowed to use a flashlight because it would like disrupt your night vision. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember and at the end you could see like did you get your crayon color right? I remember there was a kid there. Jennikin. <laughs> Yeah. We were on his team, but he kept turning his flashlight on, even though that was probably like the correct and right choice to make. We were all like, God damn it, Jenikin. God damn it, you ruined my night vision. <laughs> Come on, we have to start all over again with this night vision thing. Come on, Jenikin. <laughs> you almost ruined my crayon for me. <laughs> we also we had a frozen maze thing. Like it was Oh yeah, the maze. I had a dream about that recently. It was wild, but <laughs> that maze, it was so confusing and stressful because we'd play like cat and mouse, but like just with two people. So it was just in the maze. In the maze. So it was just you, <laughs> probably some kid that's faster than you. <laughs> and everyone is like is watching over you and you're just sprinting through the maze. Hopefully you remember where you're going. Because, you know, you're the mouse and Tom's coming for you, like. <laughs> and Tom's faster than you. Yeah. Because <laughs> I always, like, whenever, like, you do, like, Predator and Prey or any of those games, they pick, like, the fast kids to be it. <laughs> so not fair. Yeah. I remember, at, like, the overnight camp we always went to in the summer, when we do Predator and Prey and you either got carnivore, omnivore, large herbivore, or small herbivore. I was, like, always small herbivore. And they always picked, like, the fastest, most popular kids to be carnivore. Yeah. I was like, I don't stand a chance. <laughs> like, and a small herbivore, you only need, like, a carnivore or an omnivore can get you alone. Yeah. But you want to be a large herbivore where you need a team of carnivores and a team, a team of two carnivores or a team of three omnivores to take you down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the large herbivore was quite the life. <laughs> I was large herbivore once, every year before that, and after that, small herbivore. Yeah. It was like, this isn't funny. This isn't funny. This is cruel. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I played a, a zombie version of the game, but it was on, like, the Toronto Island. Um, yeah. So it was, like, in a forest, like, tall grass area in the middle. Oh, island school? Yeah, island school. In the middle of tick season. Yeah, I remember we went... Same island school. Oh, our group went before the other kids. Yeah. Like the other week. And they brought us into the forest to play like Predator and Prey, but like with some other characters like disease and natural disaster. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. 
um but then there were like red ants and i remember maya got red ants all up her hands and arms oh. and they were like oh guys we have to stop predator and prey there's red ants here uh sorry no. <laughs> and they didn't let the other kids play after so for us it was just uh it was like zombie version like zombie apocalypse and you had to like find like food or shelter or like whatever to like survive the apocalypse but they let like 50 kids into tall grass all wearing like you know like grade seven booty shorts um (laughs) it was just like go pull up your socks you'll be fine and like (laughs) we have like Lyme disease in Canada like (laughs) that that real dangerous honestly but yeah I think the Canadian experience is just cottages bonding camps you know like island school winter hell ice camp and then we had like that one good one on ondaga where we actually got to go in the lake on the water oh, trampoline yeah. that was such a weird experience too because we got to like go swimming in the lake and like a water trampoline leaning with our teachers and yeah. i remember like our teacher would like laugh at us every time we fell off the, the water trampoline water obstacle course we'd like ha <laughs> like, oh, well, okay yeah. sir i see how it is <laughs> Yeah, also the camps, I feel like there's, like, too strong. Like, it's either, like, you have no freedom, it's super structured, you have to be here and here, and you, like, really strict rules. Or it's really just, like, do you want to show up for the activity? (laughs) Just, like, you can come and play basketball, or, like, I'll see you at lunch, I guess. Like, no attendance for uh, Onondaga, that was what it was called, right? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like that personally. I don't know. I felt it like drove people to be apathetic about things and also like took the structure out of it. Yeah, I, I mean, know. like people forgot their schedule and it was just like people just wouldn't show up because they didn't know where to go and you could do whatever you want. I, mean, mm-hmm. I think I definitely like being able to do like whatever you want. Like I didn't want to play basketball. <laughs> no. Know? But something about being forced to do outdoor activities really like made camp camp yeah you know i mean i think our little group we like chose to do everything except basketball <laughs> I think we <laughs> fair enough yeah so i think it was it was me personally i thought that trip was super fun i thought it was great <laughs> yeah it was pretty good i it was pretty good i will admit but <laughs> i found it so funny we were doing like another predator and prey thing and it was like, what are the boundaries? Like a child asked that. And they were like, oh, I don't know, stay in the forest. If you see too many hills, head <laughs> back. And I was like, I'm sorry. I, I got it. <laughs> if I see too many hills, the hills in the forest. <laughs> yeah, they didn't care. No. But honestly, it's character building and it's that's the experience, you know? No. Fuck off to the forest for a couple couple days with the classmates, a couple months with the buddies. <laughs> I mean, that's that is what it is, yeah. you know? So nothing like it. <laughs> Can't beat it. <laughs> Can't beat the smelling like rancid, <laughs> eating bad food, living in the forest, seeing like your classmates at their like lowest. Yeah. I mean, I think we talk about like all the negatives of it, because that's you know but the negatives are what makes it so charming like i like also like 
I hated being greasy and dirty. <laughs> Loved dirty because it built a sense of community. Yeah, and also you're not going to be like, oh my god, it was so fun. We like went stand up paddle boarding and like we like paddled. Like you know, that's not interesting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I went stand up paddle boarding and I wiped out every time I tried to stand up. Exactly. <laughs> or like when it came to when you actually did get a shower, I remember it was three minutes showers, like three minutes <laughs> of running water. So you and your partner would have to do it the same. Like you're not in the shower with someone, but you turn your two showers on at the same time. And like there'd be a counselor outside, like timing you how much running water time. So you'd be like, okay, three, two, one, turn it off. And then you'd shampoo your hair. And then you turn it on, rinse it out and put conditioner in. And, like, turn the shower off again, wash your body, turn the shower on again, rinse everything out. Like, that is how I can take, like, a highly effective five-minute shower. Because I had to scrub a week's worth of mud and grime off. <laughs> and, like, coat of, when you're putting coat of sunscreen on after coat of sunscreen. Yeah. And, like, they were strict about this. This wasn't, like... Because they were, like, an eco-school. Yeah. But, like, we had a friend who, uh, like, didn't finish rinsing their hair. And they were, like, look. Well, Looks like you're going in the sink. Yeah, rinse in the sink, buddy. <laughs> do you want to do like a, a, a song of the sewed? Oh, yeah, a song of the sewed. What should we make it? We've been really lacking recently. We have. Uh, we're sorry yeah. about that. <laughs> Maybe, uh, why don't we just make it a camp song? What's the most iconic uh, camp song for you? Uh, what's that dancing one called? It's like Milk. What? <laughs> um, what's it called? Last Dance by Milk or something? Oh, ju- not Just Dance. Milky Chance. <laughs> Dolan Dance. Dolan Dance. I was by really Milky close. Dance. A great song. We did like dance parties to that. Like, a- it's so good at-, at camp. It was great. Yeah. Um, but thank you for listening to our yeah. ramble, guys. And, um, <laughs> Now you know what the Canadian experience is. And apparently, I guess that's what the rest of the world thinks of us, which is wild and crazy. Um, but I would just like to thank Niall to opening up my eyes to that and <laughs> bring upon the inspiration that created this amazing episode. All right. I'm love sure. you. <laughs> Bye.